Join us, Sarah and Georgia, as we help you get to grips with money and take control of your finances in a fun and simple way. We talk all things money from investments, pensions and benefits to your mindset of our money and steps we can take to improve your relationship with money. Together, we've got this. Hi, welcome to the Money Confidence Podcast, episode 16. Whoop, whoop. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the day-to-day life of a financial advisor, power planner, and admin. So the finance team. Yeah. And how that works. But we've got, we had our um, question, didn't we, last week, told by George. Yes. George asked us a really good question, which was, how much can you save in a pension each year? How much money? Yeah. And I think what he meant was, um, and, and, and receive the tax relief as well. So how much can you save in your pension each year? Yeah. And receive tax relief. So the answer to that is, it's up to the maximum of the annual allowance, which is £40,000 or equivalent to the amount that you earn each year. So you can't contribute personally any more than you earn in income each year. And there are certain circumstances where it does reduce, but that gets a bit complicated, doesn't it, Sarah? Yeah. So in general, it's a lower of your gross annual salary or the annual allowance. Excellent. So Sarah, I think... We've discussed it, haven't we? And we've agreed what we're going to do is we're going to do like what an average day of a financial planner looks like, the average day of a power planner and the average day of an administrator, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who wants to kick off? So you went us to work together and you were an administrator. What yeah. What was your typical day like when you got past the day where you were just scanning all the time and you progressed? So after I was um, scanning manager. After your scanning manager I moved into experience. the admin. <laughs> So like a typical day would look to me. Obviously, I would get into work. I would check on my time? emails. Did you get in always. on time? <laughs> yeah, I would get into the office. Um, and a typical day would look like firstly going through emails. So I would deal with any client queries, any advisor queries, etc. And then I would do things like prepare valuations for clients. So, you know, downloading reports and putting together kind of packs for review meetings and stuff. What else would I do? Like send off letters of authority and transfers of agency. So advisors often ask you to sign a letter of authority or a transfer of agency to get um, information on your policies. So I would then process those and then call up, chase up the information. Process new business, that was another thing. So doing dealing on platforms and processing applications, managing diaries. It was mainly like, I think what I found mainly as an administrator is that you're there to like provide support to like clients and advisors and stuff for things that they might need. And like things like processing meeting notes, making sure they're in the system, like keeping the back back office system up to date um I actually loved doing admin like I loved being organized and like 
Do you know what I mean? Like organising. That's interesting. I quite like keeping things organised, like managing diaries and stuff. Mm. I love the like organising <laughs> a back office system. Like, oh, I like, can see how much you love it. Like, like you're getting really into it. Like your face like, is I love, like... like little <laughs> like organizing a back office system like really just like makes excites you yeah yeah i'm like that in like all, all areas of life i love being organized that's a great skill to have there georgia i'm not saying um, i'm any good at it <laughs> i'm sure you are i'm joking i'm joking but yeah i would say that's the general typical day-to-day life of doing administration in financial services but it's a really good place to start i think um because you learn all the basics yeah you um, do of like investment products and like pensions and stuff so it is really really good to like kind of get your foot in the door that way i also used to go and collect milk and um stuff yeah just be the be sent off with the company card to go to waitrose and get the very specific coffee other shops are available at least you got you out a bit of fresh air. oh yeah that's true a little break <laughs> but then and then we've got the power plan haven't we and you've been a power planner as well haven't you Sarah I have yeah power planning differs a lot between different companies but it involves mm. carrying out research on behalf yeah. of the advisor and the clients and it's such an important role like you know all roles in the team are really really important but I think especially like at the moment power planners are really kind of being given the, the recognition of like how much of an important job it is especially when there's so many FCA regulations to follow. I was speaking to someone the other day and basically he was trying to bring attention to the role of the power planner and also how mm-hmm. a lot of people assume if you're a power planner then you're just using it to stepping stone to become an advisor yeah but he wanted to bring attention to the role as a power planner as a career in itself yeah. rather than just a stepping stone to be an advisor and that, that's definitely really important and I think it did used to be like a stepping stone like you would go power planner that to be an advisor but I think now like it's such a technical role and there's so much to learn and so much to know that there are a lot more career power planners and I think that's really important because then the quality gets better because people have been doing it longer so like Sarah was saying like you, re- you do a lot of research a lot of, it's like quite it's quite a highly technical role I suppose and it's not it's not often client facing but I think sometimes they are client facing aren't they mm, sometimes yeah the um, power planner will come into the meeting and for example do the cash flow modeling or yeah be there with the advisor to yeah with any technical questions so they do a lot of the um analyzing of the client's current situation and research the, the recommendations that would be the most suitable for the client yeah power planners may also do the cash flow modeling on behalf of the advisor mm-hmm. um, and also a large part of what they do is report writing isn't it Georgia like writing yeah. up the recommendations and why the advisors recommended certain investments or solutions yeah. and ensuring like ensuring they're written in a non-jargon e-way so like it's really clear to follow Mm. and it explains everything really well so there's obviously fca regulations that you need to follow when you're writing a suitability report and ensuring that that's all covered wait on a minute hannah come here i was gonna say show georgia your bump yeah go that way can you see oh my god literally gonna pop How exciting! Uh, oh, you can't hear George. Oh, said, "How exciting!" Oh, good luck. <laughs> good luck, she said. Oh, thank you. Bye, Han. Good luck. See you. Later. See you. Is good luck the right thing to say? Yeah, 
Oh, <laughs> oh. Hi, um, just for the listeners, I just got my sister to come in because she's heavily pregnant and due tomorrow. Um, just to show Georgia, <laughs> Georgia her bump. She's got quite a big bump. Yeah. Like, but I can't I suppose that is. How big, but she is like yeah. due tomorrow. That is true. Like she is like, it's ready now. Did you have yours, yours early? Do you have twins early? I had mine early. So yeah, they don't let twins go full term. Full term. Yeah. Um, but I had them early anyway, because I had uh, an emergency C-section. Oh, you had that weird thing, didn't you? I had that I thing where telling me about this. Um, head was on the umbilical cord, my umbilical cord. And it was like dangling out, legs. wasn't it? Between my legs. I remember I like, you telling that? me about this and me being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I didn't realise how dangerous it was actually at the time. So the, I got blue lighted to hospital. The ambulance came. Oh, did you? Yeah, the ambulance came. I had to like crawl on all fours down the stairs to try and release the pressure of um, Finn's oh head. On him. He was cutting off the oxygen to himself. Oh my God. And then I had to crawl on all fours um, and they put me in the ambulance and then they like blue lighted me to hospital. And from the time when we called, this is how amazing they were actually, from the time yeah. that we called them to them actually getting Flynn out of me it was eight minutes. What? Eight minutes. And if it had been, they said if it had been much longer, then Flynn, like, it's awful to think about, but you know. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't happen. It, it so. didn't happen. So, yeah, but they're actually absolutely amazing. And I remember, like, lying on your Eight minutes and, from literally you calling the ambulance to yeah, Flynn being out. And like I had, uh, I had my watch on, and I remember sit, lying on the operating table, and they couldn't get my watch off. And, yeah, and, and I just took it off for them. Did you? <laughs> off, you were like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. And then I can't remember any. I can't tell. How I did the general work, anesthetic. Then? Did they like anesthetic? And, yeah, and- general anesthetic. Oh wow. my god! When I woke up, I was in so much pain because like they just cut it. Obviously, like really quick. They had to do it quick. Yeah, yeah and um, oh, I was just, I just remember being in so much pain when I woke up, and they had to get one of the doctors to sign off to give me morphine. And oh. I don't know why it took them took them a little bit of time. Right, but ages. once I got that, I was like allowed to do it myself. Like, yeah, um, yeah. give myself morphine. So like, like, oh. Yeah, like a button. How long were you in hospital after? I was in hospital about two weeks. I think just less than two weeks actually. Yeah, maybe just over a week. And yeah. the boys were in hospital for three weeks. Oh, bless it. Is that because they were premature? Yeah, so they had like an oxygen tube and like um, one for like the food. I've still got the little hats that they were wearing. Oh, Like little dolls hats. Yeah, it's really surreal. It it was surreal. That whole experience. It's it's weird like giving birth. It's like you're in this like little bubble where the outside world carries on and you're just in this little bubble. And you're like time stops for you sort of thing. Yeah, like Luke had to wheel me down to see the boys because I couldn't like walk. And then when I saw the boys, you know, you get baby blues yeah I just, yeah i just like burst out crying oh i can't imagine you crying <laughs> really yeah i can't imagine you crying why is that no. i don't know you don't seem like a crier well we yeah. don't digress again what are we talking about so we talk about power planning and also like so power planning so power planners yeah do the technical reports technical yeah. research i um, think it's a really di- it's a really exciting role because like not every day is the same sort of thing you know you can go from bond research calculations you do a lot of like calculations as well and then the next day you could be writing a report and And it it varies i think between different companies yeah okay and then we get to the advisor so yeah again 
that depends on the company you're in because in small companies um, you may do some of the power planning and admin. yeah so an advisor would go out see clients or have client meetings online also want to emails each day also clients would be ringing with any queries um, so the advisor um, is basically sort of at the the main communication yeah. with the clients. So when I was an advisor, I mean, I did a lot of a lot of other stuff. Other, yeah, other things. As yeah, as, as, as the advising. Um, so I would write my own reports. Uh, yeah, get reports and add to them to make sure yeah. they're compliant and had all the soft facts in them. But I also did some admin as well. So it very much depends on the company. Mm-hmm. I guess the larger the company, the more support you'll probably have. Yeah, I did, every role in the team is like really, really important, isn't it? And everyone works together. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's important to work together and have like a really good structure in place. Yeah have like good systems and, and processes in place so that the whole advice process can be as smooth as possible. Yeah, and j- just to ensure really that the client gets the best outcome as possible, you know, the best service, the best mm. recommendation that you can give them. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's a really exciting like industry to work in, isn't it? Like, it's I really think it's exciting. changing. I think there's a lot of changes going on at the moment. Yeah, there is for the better in my opinion yeah, definitely and it's exciting yeah it's exciting the future financial advice i think is very exciting do you have any advice for those wanting to get into financial advice into working in financial services mm. i would say like my personal opinion is it's really like for me obviously this is the route i went and i'm really glad i did like i think i learned so much doing admin first mm. because i just felt like i learned about kind of how like the work that goes into implementing the financial plan and how the systems work and I think you get really do learn like invaluable knowledge about like different provider platforms and it's a good way to like ease yourself into like technical knowledge I think because you like learn all the basics and it's not basically I just think you learn really good knowledge so I would say start starting in admin you know, you don't, even if you don't want to do it for a long time, I think it's really, really important. And then you p- can progress. And like, like I said, like, I think admins are really, really integral role of the team as well. So like, you know, some people find a career in that. And I think that's amazing. And I think you can then sort of experience what it's like to work in a financial advice firm and to see mm. what area you'd want to go into because you could go into compliance if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. And like, the, like that, that's the thing I think in admin, you get speak to so many different departments and teams like you're speaking with the advisor you're speaking with the power planner you're speaking with compliance you're speaking with like if you have an investment team like you're speaking to loads of different departments you can like learn load like a really large range of like different roles and what they entail yeah um and something I would I would think would be really really helpful is like you could ask then ask your company oh am I allowed to like shadow someone you know, for a day, just see what the like the day in the life of a power planner is like, or the day in the life of working in compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess until you actually do a job or yeah. like, experience that job, you don't really know if you'd like it. No, exactly, exactly. What do you have any tips, Sarah? I know. I think that's a good way to get into it. Um, Did you I'm ever not- do admin? 
I sort of did a little bit where, where we were, didn't I, Georgia? Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I was a trainee advisor, but I ended up doing a bit of admin. Yeah. And then I did power planning. This week, I've had a bit of time when I'm not constantly working and I've been thinking about things. And Georgia's also, you're feeling motivated at the moment, aren't you, Georgia? I'm feeling motivated. I had my tooth out, right? And I really got demotivated. But this week, I was saying to Sarah, like, I've started batch cooking, like... <laughs> <laughs> I am like sorting. <laughs> You're on it. I'm on it. I've even like got a plan. I'm gonna sort through my loft to get rid of like all the rubbish that's just stored up there. You start decorating, haven't you? As decorating. Well? Honestly, I am on it. I'm yeah. On so it. and I've just been like instead of constantly thinking about work, which I used to, I've just been thinking about other things. About life. Yeah, like life, and I feel a bit enlightened. <laughs> Good. You know what happened, right? So I met this guy who's the application manager that yeah. is working with me to do the application for the FCA. So I met him on Tuesday, the hottest mm. day of the year. Oh, that's horrible. Went to Swindon and then I came back. And I was like, oh, I've got a bit of time before I have to pick yeah. this up. I'll never normally have this. This is like a luxury. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I know. It's honestly, I was just like, oh my God, I've got a bit of time. So I went into town. I like looked around town for a little bit. Oh my God. And um, I went into Robert Dias looking for a yeah. fan. I wanted to get a fan. And I found, right, an iced coffee maker <gasps> at the bottom of the shelf. Like the, yeah. the box was totally like, like ripped and stuff so yeah it's like 20 20 pound off georgia oh my god like 20 pound off and I was yeah just, oh my god this is like i'm having it yeah this so, is mine <laughs> <laughs> i just like i was elated got picked got it I took it to the yeah. counter so i didn't actually get the fan that i came in for right yeah so, you got like, so distracted i got so distracted excited. by this iced coffee maker and then he like he was like do you want one in a better box and i was just like oh i think the reason there's money off yeah is because of this box and then he scanned another one and it was like 50 odd quid i was like oh no 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 i was like no i says, don't want that i was like no it says on the thing it's like it's yeah it's like 30 32 quid or something yeah and so then he went and looked he's like oh yeah that's right result anyway result. have you used it yeah and it works oh what's so what like, do you, like how does it make it basically <laughs> it's like a basically just a coffee maker you get okay. like a plastic cup where you can put yeah it in it with a little lid and a straw but it's basically yeah. like you put the ground coffee in it and but you have to fill the cup with ice and then you put uh, the water yeah. in the machine and it makes a coffee, just like a coffee maker. Oh, no, well, that's a cool. Filter, filter coffee. Oh, like nice coffee. Yeah, like nice coffee. I really want to get into coffee. Oh, I love coffee. I've been having iced coffees all like every day. So like oh, now, me and Luke, yeah, we've been having it. I want to get some syrups as well to have with it. Oh, like the cinnamon syrups and stuff. Like pistachio would be nice. Yeah, oh, that would be nice. Caramel. That just makes me think, like, it's so posh. Like, do you know what I mean? Having a coffee maker in my brain is, like, really posh. iced coffee maker. I know, that's even posher. (laughs) These are small things that, like, yeah, like, are really, like, lighting up my days. Yeah. Finding an iced coffee maker in a damaged box with £20 off, I was like, this is like that's mine oh my god i was skipping around town yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like right for this co- ice coffee maker i've got to get some ice yeah and i couldn't find it anywhere also i don't know if anyone's noticed this there's a lack of cucumbers i went into I tesco i went into <laughs> asda and there's no cucumbers oh anyway so i went to somewhere that i've not been to for years and years yeah. and years. can you guess what it is georgia oh my god i was loving it in there 
Iceland. Iceland. It was actually. Yes, Shut up. Did I actually get that right? Yeah, it was Iceland. Oh my I was just like, God. I need some ice. I can't find it anywhere. And I was like, Iceland, Iceland, have Iceland it. will do it. And then I went into Iceland and I couldn't believe how much frozen food there was. The oh, selection yeah. of frozen food is amazing. To be fair, I haven't been in Iceland in years and years. Like there was, I think I should go. Yeah, definitely. Just like, just just like the amount I've heard of they do like Greg stuff. They do Greg stuff. They do like different like makes of things. Oh, um, maybe I should go. I had a little basket and it was full after like the first hour and I was just like I've really got to like I've just got to get myself out of here oh, God. <laughs> end up, like just like I haven't got enough freezer space like my freezer is quite small yeah I was like I haven't got enough freezer, freezer space for this and I was so excited oh, about it all I nearly forgot my ice <laughs> <laughs> um but I went, I went I went and got my ice I went oh, got, good I, I got the ice in the end I got loads of ice lollies like the selection of ice lollies it's oh, like I need to find it I need to go. I need to go. I might do that this weekend as my wild, exciting treat. Yeah, it really was exciting. That was really exciting me. That was my excitement of the week. You were buzzing. I was buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) Because mum shop at Iceland, remember, Georgia? Oh, exactly. That's why mum shop at Iceland. Oh, yeah. That is obviously why. So, yeah, so me and Georgia have are having uh, some life-enlightening moments, aren't we, Georgia? Exactly, exactly. So, Sarah, I think you were going to tell us three life lessons. Well, instead of a question, I was just going to just going to say some life lessons that I've just been thinking about this week while I've had a bit of time. Do it. So one lesson. Well, is it a life lesson or just something that I'd like to say? And Georgia, you might have one now that you feel. Yeah, I think is lifted. Mine is life is what you make it. Life is what you make it. That's a yeah. good. That's a good one. Oh my god, no! <laughs> uh, no, it's just coming sat on my lap. But we're having a bit of this wires everywhere. Right. Yeah. Okay. Noah, do you have a life lesson? Be happy. Be happy. Oh, that's a very good one. That's a very good one. Also, I would say live your life on your own terms and do things that you want to do and not what you think you should do. Definitely. Good advice, also, there, Sarah. While I'm on a roll here, I just want to say, don't listen to small-minded people either. Now, what I'm saying about this is like, if you've got dreams, if you've got big goals and, and someone tells you that you can't achieve them, there'll always be people that tell you you can't do things. Yeah. Try and put you down, but don't listen to them. You can do whatever you put your mind to. You can do, you can do whatever you put your mind There's to. There's that book, isn't it? I don't know if you've read it, but it's called Fill the Fear and Do It Anyway. Yeah, I have read it. Susan Jeffers. Yeah. I read this other book actually called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving A and I found that so helpful because it was talking about like saying no to people and like stopping caring about like offending people by saying like I don't want to come like I don't want to do that like and it was all about like how it's your life and like you shouldn't care about what other people like think about you and you shouldn't Good live books. your life by what you think people are thinking because yeah also you don't know what people are thinking and it doesn't exactly. really matter does it no yeah so next week we're going to talk about what is financial coaching how can it benefit you um and just some questions and answers around that yeah sounds good perfect so we will see you next week speak to you soon bye speak to you soon. <laughs> bye 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 Bye. Bye.
<laughs> bye everybody and do really appreciate all the listeners out there so thank you very much no we, we actually really do we yeah, really we really, really do. do all views expressed in this podcast are our own and not our employers the information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice as always take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions Investments can go down as well as up and you might not get back the amount you put in, especially if you take your money out too early. Investments may be subject to tax. The impact of taxation and any tax reliefs depends on your circumstances.